What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Sunday, July 14th. Hope all you guys have had a great and blessed weekend. Hope all you guys are ready for this upcoming week to take on all the challenges and barriers that whatever is in your way that you just knock them down, you keep going, and just keep doing what you're doing, man, regardless of what people are saying about you. With that being said, today I want to come at you guys and give you guys my top five EYBL standouts from the Nike Peach Jam. If you don't know what the EYBL is, it's the top grassroots slash AAU circuit on the, or excuse me, in the country, sponsored by Nike. All of your favorite pro players in the NBA have played in the EYBL from Draymond Green. I know that's a bad way to start, but Draymond Green, Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, D'Angelo Russell, majority of NBA players have played in the EYBL. It produces the most pros than any other tribal ball circuit in America. And so the EYBL, it's a, it runs from three different sessions. And then at the last session, the fourth session is what they call the Peach Jam, which is hosted by Augusta, South Carolina every year. And all the top players and top coaches come out and compete for one tournament and one goal. And that is to win the Peach Jam championship. And man, we had our winners announced today. They actually won. I watched that game. It was a great game. We'll get into that later in this podcast. But I want to do my top five standouts from what I've seen this past week. I believe it started on Wednesday, and it just wrapped up today on Sunday. And really what they do is they start off with pool play. I believe they have like, I want to say it's like seven or eight teams in a pool. And then they move on from pool play to tournament play, and that's how it wraps up. Or, yeah, to tournament play, and that's how it pretty much wraps up. So the first player that I wanted to start off with, for my standouts, list, like I said, I have five of them. The first one goes by the name of Sharif Cooper. Sharif is a six-foot point guard from New Jersey. Shout out to New Jersey. They always produce really, really good point guards. He currently goes to McEachern High School in the Atlanta, Georgia area. He plays for Team AOT, the Athletes of Tomorrow Running Rebels, which are based out of the Atlanta area. His dad is the head coach, um, Omar Cooper. Shout out to him. Sharif Cooper is one of the best point guards that I have ever seen whether it be from the NBA college and of course he's in high school right now Sharif is one of the best point guards I've ever seen pure point guards I've only I don't think I've seen that many better point guards than Sharif Cooper literally he is the exact if you want a point guard if you had to create a point guard like say on 2k or just in real life Sharif Cooper is that kid you he does literally everything. He scores the ball with ease. He can finish with either hand. He can finish through contact, whatever the case may be. He can shoot it from anywhere. He knows how to create his own space. He knows how to create for others. And he's just an all-around leader. This Peach Jam session, he averaged 24.6 points per game and six assists. Last year in the EYBL, he was the offensive MVP as a junior. And now he's headed into a senior season. And honestly, this dude is just super legit like literally every time i watch him he never ceases to amaze me like literally he can do whatever he wants on the court he's one of the best guards that i've seen at being able to post up other guards like literally his post game and the way he uses the the baseline usually the baseline it's a it's a how should i say it's kind of like a double team when you're on the court and because it's so small that little area but he knows how to use it to his advantage he literally is really good at playing angles and just you know getting his defenders off balance and scoring through whatever the case may be he's only six foot but man he plays so much bigger than six feet and you know his his college recruitment is very interesting to me looking from the outside in i'd say his college 
recruitment is has come down to Auburn and Kentucky. I would say the favorite right now is Auburn. Um, I think Kentucky was in the mix for a really long time, but I just think he isn't really – I mean, obviously he's probably interested in Kentucky, but I think Auburn is where he's leaning to. It's closer to home, quote-unquote, down in Alabama. Like I said, he's currently in Atlanta, Georgia. But I think Auburn is the favorite just because he wants to play for Bruce Pearl. I think he, he watched what Bruce Pearl did with Jared Harper, and we all seen Jared Harper in this year's Final Four, yeah, Final Four in March Madness run go crazy. And I just think Sharif Cooper wants to be next up. And he'll probably be playing with one of his former teammates in Isaac Okoru, and he might bring one of his current teammates, Brandon Boston, and play with him at Auburn, even though that might not be the case, but it's a possibility. But, man, Sharif really is just super talented, like – the, the way he just controls a game, it's honestly unbelievable. Like, he is a really, really pure point guard. He's going to be in the NBA. I don't care what anybody says about his height. Like I said, he is six feet, but he still has every single thing. The only thing really missing out of his game that he needs to truly work on to get to that elite, elite level, even though he's already elite, but to take his game to a whole nother level and out of this world level, he just has to lock down and get in a stance on defense that's the only thing that's knocking his game right now is that he's not really the best defender because he's smaller he doesn't have a lot of strength on him he has strength when he has the ball but when he's not and he's guarding somebody with the ball it's kind of a different story so i think that's the only thing he has to work on and once he gets that i really think it's no it's already no stopping him now but let him get some defense and it's a wrap so that was sharif cooper like i said be on the lookout for him he is to me probably the best point guard in the nation he just led his high school McEachern high school this past season to a 32 and overall record and I believe he was the max preps player of the year I think he was the player of the year for Gatorade too so that's Sharif Cooper plays for team AOT um they just finished out their peace jam run and I believe they lost in the quarterfinals to team Boo Williams who's based out of Virginia so that's Sharif Cooper at number two I can honestly say I think this is the best player on this list. I think if you put this dude in an NBA Summer League game right now, I honestly think he'd have 20-plus points. Like, I think he is that good. And he's at he's currently in high school right now. And he goes by the name of Jonathan Kaminga. He currently plays for the New York Rens, or a.k.a. the New York Renaissance. He averaged 27.4 points per game throughout the Peace Jam, six rebounds, three assists, and 1.4 steals. He is from Congo, Africa, which is a country in Central Africa. He made the transition over here. He's been living in New York. I don't know how long he's been over here, but he currently goes to Our Savior, New American, which I believe is in it's a, it's a school in New York. Um, he's a 6'7 small forward, and he's in the class of 2021. That means he's headed into his junior year. Notice I said that he can probably going to an NBA Summer League game right now and drop 20 points. And I said he's only headed to his junior year. He can easily start for a college basketball program right now. And I, like I said, I think he could really legitimately go and play in the NBA Summer League system and dominate. And, and probably the real games too. Jonathan Kaminga is different. His game is ridiculous. He he relies mostly on his slashing ability because he can finish with either hand and finish through any type of contact above the rim. High level athlete, whatever the case you want to say. His jab step game is crucial. And I haven't said that about any player ever that I've actually watched. Jab step is real lethal. It's just triple threat game in, in general is lethal. And he is the ultimate killer. I watched him, I believe I watched him twice this week, this past week. I watched him kill a couple teams and he is just, when he's hot, I really don't think it's a player in the nation that can guard him. 
honestly. When he's got it going, it's not a single player in the nation that can stop this dude. The only thing stopping him is him, literally. Like, And then the thing, too, when he gets locked in, he's not only getting locked in on the offensive side of the ball. He gets locked in defensively. I, I watched him get a couple five counts this past weekend, and that really impressed me. Like, His college recruitment is interesting, too, because obviously it's kind of early, but if I were to pick right now, I'd tell you right now, he's more than likely headed to play at the University of Kentucky under Coach Calipari. I say Coach Cal is recruiting him the hardest right now, and I'd say you know, Kentucky would be the perfect fit for him because we all know Kentucky produces the one-and-done type players, and Jonathan Kaminga falls right in line with that Kentucky criteria. And, man, this dude, I, I can't even – you guys just have to watch him. Like, me talking about him doesn't do his game enough justice. Everything that he does is so – just ridiculous especially at his age being so i think he's 17 he might be 17 i, I want to say he's 17 right now but still to be that mature basketball wise at his age it's something we haven't seen in honestly a very very long time and jonathan kaminga is a player that we all need to watch out watch out for excuse me he is the ultimate killer um, I believe his New York Rens team lost in the Elite Eight to the eventual national or PCM champions, uh, Mo Can Elite, who we'll talk about in a second. So that's Jonathan Kaminga. Kaminga is spelled K-U-M-I-N-G, or excuse me, G-E. Go look him up when you get a chance. And number three, personally, this dude right here is my favorite player on this list just because he is a nonchalant bucket getter. When I say nonchalant, we all know what that means, pretty much just casual he gets buckets as soon as he gets up out of bed every morning. And his name is DJ Stewart. He currently plays for uh, Team Mean Streets, which team is based out of Chicago, which um, a famous alumni for them, or notable alumni, shall I say, for them, is Derrick Rose and Eric Gordon. And most recently is Darius Baisley, who was recently um, just drafted by the Utah Jazz, I believe, who actually going to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder, I want to say, if I'm correct. And so DJ Stewart... Is a 6'3 shooting guard. He's from Chicago, Illinois. He currently goes to Whitney Young High School, which is the same high school that produced um, Jaleel Okafor, who ended up going to Duke, who I believe is still playing with the New Orleans Pelicans as of right now. And DJ Stewart is just the ultimate, like I said, he is the ultimate bucket. He's He averaged 24.1 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, and 3.1 assists per game this past week at Peace Jam. And his game mostly just effortless. I think the best thing that I saw from him throughout this summer, he dropped 41 points on a very good Vegas elite team. And not only did he drop 41 points, he hit the game winner in that game. His game is just smooth. He knows how to stop and pop. He knows how to one dribble, pull up, you know, get to the rim, be able to take contact, you know, shoot over anybody, any size, any height. He is a legitimate player. And I think whatever college program gets him is going to put him in automatic situations to be able to score the ball and to get out and run. And his recruitment right now is kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, the thing is, though, he played so well this week, though, that Coach K noticed and decided to shoot him an offer. Coach Krzyzewski out of Duke, the legendary Duke, gave him an offer this past, I want to say two days ago, um, when the EYBL was kind of in the, or the Peach Jam was in the middle of things. He received an offer from Duke. He also had an offer from Texas, Louisville, I believe, UConn, and a few others. A lot of people are saying ever since he got the Duke offer, that is pretty much a lock for him to go to Duke. And I wouldn't doubt it because Duke has that aura, I guess you can say, where kids just love the Duke effect. But DJ Stewart, man, is just honestly a different breed. Like I said, from Chicago, 
he is definitely next in line of the lineage of players that have come out from Chicago. I already said Derrick Rose, Eric Gordon. You have uh, excuse me, Khalil Whitney, who's currently at Kentucky right now. I already said Jaleel Okafor and Dwayne Wade. You got a whole bunch of players from Chicago. DJ Stewart is next in line, and do not forget him. He is currently at Whitney Young, as I previously stated. Be on the lookout for him because he will be – if not, if you don't see him in college, you will definitely see him on an NBA court sooner rather than later. So that is DJ Stewart. Be on the lookout for him. 6'3 combo guard from Chicago. Next, this player I've heard of for about ever since a little bit earlier. I'd say about four or five months ago. I didn't really put a lot of stock into his name. I just always kept a, a close lookout for him every time I seen his name, though. And ever since I heard, I first heard about him, I've been seeing him more and more on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. And his stock is only rising. He, pay, he played a really good game today in the Peach Jam Championship game, even though they lost. He goes by the name of Addison Patterson. Addison Patterson is a 6'6 shooting guard who plays for Team Why Not, which is Russell Westbrook's tribal ball team affiliated from Los Angeles. Um, he's from Ontario, Canada, so he made the move. He currently goes to Bella, excuse me, Bella Vista Prep, which is down in Arizona. So he made the move out from Canada to Arizona. He actually beat his Bella Vista Prep team, actually beat LaMelo Ball's Spire Academy team in a high school tournament called the Grind Session, um, I believe in March. And Addison Patterson, honestly, he is the type of guard where if you're a coach, and you just say, Addison, I need you to do a lot for us. I need you to play hard. I need you to get rebounds. I need you to score. I need you to assist. Whatever you ask of him, he is going to deliver. And Addison Patterson is literally the type of player that you would love to coach. He does everything. But his best, I think his best strength is being able to create for others. He is a really underrated dime dropper. He will go, like I said, he will go and get you a board, whether it be offensive or defense. And his scoring ability is honestly off the chain. But I think his handle is more than spectacular. He has a really good shimmy on his game, a really good just shake and bake, and people have a lot of time struggling guarding this dude. He is honestly a mismatch problem. I had no clue he was 6'6 until I looked it up, and I thought he was a little bit smaller than that because I thought he was more of a point guard than a shooting guard, but they said he's 6'6, a legit 6'6 at that, and he is a problem. His college recruitment is this. He's also in the class of 20, if I did not mention that at first, um, his college recruitment is looking like this. The favorite to land him is Dana Altman in the University of Oregon. He also has offers from Texas. Oh, excuse me. I didn't, not Texas, but he has offers from Illinois, USC, Arizona State, Arizona, and just a long line, line of schools. There, he said there is no current favorites right now, that he's just available to all options and whatever schools are recruiting him the hardest. But I'd definitely be on the lookout for Oregon. Oregon has a real good connection to Arizona, which sounds crazy because they're kind of conference rivals in the Pac-12 when it comes to basketball. But Oregon definitely could land him. I definitely could see him playing in the Oregon system because they let their guards run loose and just do what they got to do. And Addison Patterson, man, he is just honestly impressive. He can shoot it from range, handle off the chain, and he's just a player that you want to watch. And so go watch him if you get a chance. He's next up out of Canada. We all know the players that have come from Canada, from Andrew Wiggins to <clears throat> excuse me, Jamal Murray, who's playing for the Nuggets now. Canada has a long lineage of players coming from up north down to the state. So be on the lookout for Addison Patterson. And then last but definitely not least, probably had the, or I can say easily had the most dominant weekend at the Peach Jam. I definitely had to put his name in there for my top five um, EYBL Peach Jam standouts. And he goes by the name 
of Infali Dante. Infali Dante is a seven foot center. He is from Sun, or excuse me, he's from Mali, Africa, which is a country in West Africa. He made the move out to Kansas. He currently goes to Sunrise Christian Academy in Kansas, which is a prolific basketball school out in Kansas. He played for Mocan Elite, which is based in that area of Kansas, Missouri, in that Midwest kind of area. Um, he averaged, this past week, he averaged 18.5 points per game. He averaged 9.5 rebounds, pretty much a double-double, and two blocks per game, which is probably his most interesting stat. And Fali Dante is a very interesting player. I actually watched him today. They won his Mocan Elite team, won the Peach Jam. Shout out to them. I'll get to them in a second. But they won the Peach Jam versus Team Why Not and Addison Patterson, who we just talked about. And he, and Fali Dante was probably easily the best player on the floor. Talent-wise, it was so many good players from Team Why Not and Mocan Elite. But Infali Dante let, was the most physically imposing player on the court. And his game is honestly simple. He is, a when it comes to his basketball game, he is honestly a raw prospect. He doesn't really have a lot of footwork. Doesn't really, he's not a true post player yet. I think that can all be developed in due time with the right training and right mentoring. But right now, he's more of just a, a seven-foot center that just catches lobs, blocks shots, Sometimes can score in the post when you need him to, but it's not like you can just give it to him every play and he's going to go to work. But he is just a player that is really shaping himself. Every time I've seen him, he's definitely gotten better. He's kind of skinny. He's add a little bit more weight, definitely for the college level, but he is definitely a project that a lot of coaches would love to have. His recruitment is also very interesting because he could end up reclassifying and being part of the class of 2019, which will make him a freshman in college in a couple months, or he could stay in the class that he's currently in right now, which is the class of 2020. But it's all up to him whether he wants to finish his online credits uh, credits for high school, um, whether he finishes in time or not. So it's all up to him. But today, in the Peach Jam Championship game, he was just a different force. He finished with 22 points and 18 rebounds and I believe five block shots, I think. I, or I want to say it was four. He honestly was just a difference maker. They run a lot of backdoor lobs for him. They run some post plays for him to just get in the post and shoot and shoot over. Um, needs to work on it like a little left hand hook or a little go to move in the post. Like I said, his game is raw. I think you know, depending on the college he goes to, it's going to be definitely vital for him because he definitely needs a lot of work. But what he has right now is just a, a raw prospect. It's honestly so much potential in his game, and he definitely showed it off today. Like I said, winning a Peach Jam championship, being the main leader. I believe he had the game-winning bucket and the game-winning free throws, which is, sounds crazy, but I believe they were back-to-back. -back. And he pretty much just sealed off a big-time win for Mocan Elite, which I believe is their yeah, it's their second Peach Jam championship that I have seen myself. They won in 2016 when they had Trey Young, Michael Porter, Michael Porter's younger brother, um, Jonte Porter on that team, and a couple other players. And... Shout out to Mo Can Elite. They got it done. They beat Team Why Not. Like I said, other players on that team are Luke Kazabuki, Dylan Branson, Kennedy Chandler, who really is a great point guard for them, and Coban Porter. And don't and please do not let me forget the rest of the team. They had a wonderful season. They did what they were supposed to do. Closed out, beat a very good Team Why Not team. I believe they only beat them by 1.2 in overtime. It was a hell of a game. It was easily the best game that I watched out of all the PGM Championship games that I've watched. I believe now I've, I've watched either four or five, I believe. And this game today was honestly exciting. And Infali Dante is just a different breed. If you want to look him up, Infali is spelled N apostrophe F-A-L-Y 
Dante, spelled like the regular Dante, D-A-N-T-E. He is a physically imposing monster. His recruitment is down to Kentucky, who is supposedly the favorites, Oregon, LSU, my Spartans of Michigan State. I believe he has, he or I don't think he's visited up there, but he has a teammate that goes up there. I went to the same high school as him in Sunrise Christian. Shout out to Malik Hall and Kansas are all in for the sweepstakes for Anfali Dante. He is a very good player. So shout out to him. Shout out to winning a PCM championship. Shout out to Mocan. They did what they were supposed to do. With that being said, that is my top five Peach Jam standout from this past week's Peach Jam, the 2019 Peach Jam. Let me know how you guys are feeling. I know it's a lot of players that I could have said on this list, from players like Lance Ware, who plays for the New York Rams with Jonathan Kaminga, Langston Love, who plays on Houston Hoops, Zion Harmon, who plays for Boo Williams, um, Jalen Terry, Isaiah Jackson, who played for the family. It's a lot of players that I could have put on this list, but these five were honestly the most impactful players to me that i personally watched this past week so let me know how you guys feel let me know if you guys are some players that i should have added with that being said please like comment subscribe rate review share and all of those other good things this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast peace love and blessings